This is Carrie and Michelle, and welcome to Raising Your Consciousness. This is a space to raise our consciousness and reach our full spiritual potential. And that's through spiritual, esoteric, and even magical practices. We're here to bring happiness and meaning back into your life. Let's get started. Today, we're going to be talking about lucid dreaming and astro projection. Let's just dive in. I'm excited about this subject. It's like one of my favorite ones. You know, when I first started doing it, I was so confused about what was happening to me that I actually thought it was real. I couldn't tell the difference between that and reality. It was lack of knowledge, you know? Somebody just transported themselves into my room, you know? (laughs) When I started to notice that there were things that were a little bit different, like I was in my room, but my nightstand was on the other side. But it was so real. I mean, it was like I was really there. And have you ever been in a situation with your dreaming that it was so real that you woke up and you couldn't like shake it? Oh, yeah. It was just thinking about and you're thinking about it all the time. Yeah, there was one that happened to me where in this lucid dream, my dad was mean to me and he, he's my best friend. And so I called him and said, Hey, can you come over? I need to talk to you. And I was telling him about it. And I was like, it's just like, I can't shake it. I'm so mad at you right now. <laughs> you know? And he just kind of laughed about it. And we talked it through and I was able to kind of like ease myself down. And it, it it's because it's sort of like, part of you sort of left in that space and you have to kind of like recenter yourself afterwards. And I think that's important to kind of talk about. Maybe we can kind of go into that later Mm -hmm. towards the end about like coming back to who you are yeah, and how to recenter. So talk to me about your experiences and. Yeah. All right. Well, I've always been um, someone who remembers my dreams and has really vivid dreams as well. And But it's kind of recently that I, you know, had my first lucid dream and kind of coincidentally, it happened a little bit before I joined this esoteric group that we're in where I, it's a weird feeling like you float out of your body, like you leave your body. um, And I knew fully conscious in the sense I knew that I was like in a dream state. It was just it wasn't a dream in the normal sense. Like normally, you know, I dream and then I wake up from the dreams. I can remember my dreams, but when I'm in those dreams, I don't know that I'm dreaming. I'm in that sort of sleep state where in a lucid dream, I'm conscious. Like, it's like, I'm me. And in this dream, like I floated out of my body. And to be honest, it was cool at first, but I got really frightened. I became kind of concerned about getting back to my body you know, it's kind of hold on, hold on. Let's let me ask you this, okay? Because there's lucid dreaming and then there's astral projection. Mm-hmm. Were you astral projecting or were you lucid dreaming? Which one? I'm not sure. Um, so when I talked to one of our, you know, our teachers, they told mm-hmm. me I was astral projecting. Yeah, that's this. what it sounds like to me. Because so maybe what we should do is kind of define them so everybody. Yes, knows. that's probably a good idea. So. When you're lucid dreaming, you're actually in a dream state, but you're mentally in control. So it usually happens when you are put yourself to bed at night, mm-hmm. go to sleep, and you start having a dream that feels so real. And it doesn't like shift. It's it's literally like you're in a different realm in a different world, acting out these specific things, and it feels very real, but you're in control. Mm-hmm. And you're 
you're aware, you're very conscious. As opposed to astral projecting, it's very similar. The difference is, is that you're aware that you're away from your body. And a lot of times when you're astral projecting, you can feel yourself leaving and you can feel yourself coming back. A lot of times when I'm getting ready to astral project, I start feeling a vibration happening. And it's like, you know, yeah. like this vibration starts happening and then like almost like a pop and I'm out. Mm-hmm. When I'm astral projecting, it's harder for me to stay in that space. You and I've talked about that. Yeah. I'm so aware that I just popped out of my body Yep. that anything that happens, I'm like, okay, I'm in a different realm right now. And then somebody comes up to me and like, I was telling you about that woman that came up to me and she starts like motioning me. And then all of a sudden I'm just like, oh, you know, like what, what does she want from me? You know, <laughs> <laughs> and poof, I was back and I was like, ah start all over again. I was so excited and I was flying over the ocean and I got so excited about the fact that I could fly. I was back. Yep. I find that sometimes my overexcitement about the fact that I just popped out mm-hmm. will pop me back in. That's been my experience. Also too, when I come back now, if I'm aware of, and I don't like get overly excited and leave, I'll think I'm back. When I'm coming back, it's, it's like, I can feel the Mm, you know, slow mm-hmm. or I'll slam back in and I yeah. feel almost like that pop. Is it the same way with you? For me, I usually slam back in. I haven't mastered the, 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 the <laughs> gradual landing. <laughs> the gradual landing has only happened a few times. <laughs> yeah. It's a big slam. Yeah. It feels like a pop. Yeah, absolutely. And with the lucid dreaming, it's a whole different thing. You see what I'm saying? So that's why I was asking you when you're lucid dreaming, I can stay in longer in a lucid dream. I don't find- I can as well if I'm not. So for me, it's kind of the feeling. It's a little bit similar because I'm aware in in both states. The When I'm out of my body, again, like you, it's hard to maintain it. Like, and like I say, the first time it happened, it was kind of frightening. And when I really, when I got scared, I, then I slammed back into my body, sort of a more typical lucid dream. I'm fully conscious that I'm in a dream and I'm just kind of walking around in the dream. I'll encounter people, sometimes just incredible, beautiful dreamscapes will be in these lucid dreams. I have all of my senses. I can touch things. I can taste things. I can smell things. I'm aware the whole time. Like I say, I dream just about every night and I have crazy dreams just about every night. This is a completely different experience. It's not a regular dream. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. When I'm preparing to either astral project or lucid dream, uh, you and I have the Yeah, we have a similar technique. Yeah, we have the same technique. So I get myself extremely relaxed. I start with like a breathing technique clearing my mind where I'm only focusing on my breath to where there's no thoughts whatsoever and literally start trying to see through my eyeballs, like looking straight ahead. And for a while, it's just nothing. It's just black. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly I get like, what do you call it? Like shadows of an image or like a little bit of something. They'll kind of come and go. It'll like an image and it'll be in full color and then it goes away and then it shows Mm -hmm. up. And most of the time it's like an animal or a scenery, or a lot of times it's faces, uh-huh. you know, like yeah. I, have you ever seen an eye, just one eye? Yeah. Like, I have, <laughs> it's a 
that one eye, you know, it's like, oh, is that like What that? the heck is, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've researched that, and a lot of people say that when you reach a certain transcendental state, that you're actually seeing the eye of God. It's sort of like you're getting into that space. I've often wondered if that does happen, could I experiment with that? You know, we should do that. We should, we next should definitely God, experiment. Experiment with that and see maybe like if we're chanting the names of God, would would that enhance the experience? Yeah. You know, for me, a lot of times after the image is flashing and then it's darkness and then another image shows up and then it kind of fades away, sort of like a ghost, you know, <laughs> you know? Yeah. kind of like fades off. And then suddenly it's like, I start seeing little, little bit of color. Now, what I do is I'll start to identify the color. I'll go, oh, I see green. Maybe I can see yellow or red. And then before I know it, it's almost like this little, how would you describe that without, it's like a space opens up like a vortex, like a circle. And there's a picture on the inside of it and it starts slowly opening up. And Mm -hmm. suddenly you're there. Mm -hmm. You're not watching yourself. You're actually there. You're in it. Yeah. Yeah, You're there. That's basically how I do it as I start kind of doing it. Yeah. Mine is very similar. And I learned mine um, from this book um, called The Complete Book of Lucid Dreaming. The book is by Claire R. Johnson, PhD, and maybe we can put that in the notes because this is how I learned this technique. Once I I had some lucid dreams just randomly, I was curious about it and started reading about, oh, how can I do this more often? Because it's enjoyable to, to have lucid dreams. And same thing, you relax, eyes are closed, and you start looking through your eyeballs And she in this book says like, okay, name what you're seeing in your mind. Like if you're seeing a purple ball or a yellow shadow or something and just watch it, watch it, watch it. And then eventually it turns into a scene. And when it does, it's incredible. It's so like, you're completely awake. Your eyes are closed and you're seeing like a movie. I remember one of the first ones I saw, I was watching, it was like I was inside like a car or a train or something and watching the scenery just pass by. And it was so crystal clear and it was, and I'm fully conscious. I'm like awake. I knew what was happening the whole time. And then it changes. And again, I have that same thing of you of kind of like this, I don't know, doorway or something Mm -hmm. opening up and like you're seeing something is back there. And a couple times I've kind of like pushed myself through it or I've floated through it and then I'm, and I'm conscious the whole time and I'm in this dream space. And also like you, I think we've both had, I don't know if the, if you would consider a lucid dream or astral projection where you're floating around your own room and. No, I've never had that. I've never, I've never experienced that. And they talk about it in some of our studies that they're doing where you go back and you look at yourself. I've never had that happen. Yeah. Every single time. Now I have had an experience where I popped out very quickly. It wasn't like there was no vibration. It was like, poop like that. Mm -hmm. And I was out and I sat up in my bed and I saw the whole room. There was no peeling. There was no going through any kind of vortex or anything. I sat up in my bed and I saw this kid in my room 
and he was going through my jewelry box. And I have one of those um, furniture type jewelry boxes mm -hmm. that has legs and everything. And yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. So anyways, he was going through it and he was trying to steal. And now here's the interesting thing is that the jewelry box was on the left side of my bed. This was on the right side. So I knew at that point that I wasn't. This was like one of my little signs. I look for the signs like if I am in my home, what's different? The sofa's in a different place, certain things. So it's almost like you're shifting into a different reality. We should do a whole thing on multiple realities too. Yeah. Oh, yes, we must. <laughs> Lots of different realities that run simultaneously. And a lot of times when you're exiting your body, you can step, you're stepping into all these different realities, sometimes versions of yourself and sometimes just another another realm of sorts you know, where there's a whole different community or a whole different world that reacts and does things differently. Uh, I've gone to a lot of, of what I would consider more, they don't function as much off of that technology, but they're more evolved spiritually. Does that make sense? Like they yeah, don't, yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, there's a lot of, um, nature and a lot you know I've gone to a lot of places like that that's kind of like what ends up happening for me is and that's made me question am I astral projecting or am I lucid dreaming yeah it's like where's that line because so I would think that I was astral projecting into another reality mm -hmm. possibly maybe it was a lucid dream I don't know it, it's dark yeah I sometimes do think when you're in a in a, a completely separate space where you've popped out like that, it is more of an astral projection into someplace yeah. else. Well, you know, and and the thing was is that I was um, I was chasing this kid in my house trying to find, <laughs> and then as I was chasing him out the door, my sofa was in a different place, and there was this guy sitting on the sofa in a suit, and I asked him, "What are you doing here?" And he goes, "Watching the kid." And I go, "Well, you're not watching him do a very good job because mm -hmm. he's." my stuff and I ran out the door <laughs> I mean it was just like any way that I normally would have acted it was so real and then coming back was like whoa whoa and I I look I look just to check to see if my, my jewelry box is on the right side of the bed you know yeah it was really interesting I've had a lot of really weird ones like that but then mm -hmm. I've also traveled to other realms mm -hmm. where it was completely different. Have you had any really cool experiences with that were a little bit more on the spiritual side or a different realm, quote unquote, that was kind of fascinating for you? Yeah, I have gone to some different places that I, you know, like places that look unlike Earth, you know, like feels like I'm I'm traveling to a different planet. The atmosphere looks different. Maybe I'm floating above an ocean that's different. I feel like when, you know, we've talked about this a little bit. I feel like you and your dreams encounter more people than mm -hmm. I encounter. A lot of times I'm by myself. I think there was only one recent lucid dream I can remember where I had an interaction with another person. Mm -hmm. And this woman, it was a woman I'm like on a bus. I was like, I ended up on my lucid dream. I was on this bus traveling to this beautiful village and talking with her. But mm -hmm. this was the only, most of the time I'm by myself. So I think it's pretty interesting that you have all these encounters with other entities. Doesn't happen very often. You know, most of the time I'm more like, almost like a ghost in these other spaces. Mm -hmm. 
Like, I'll give you an example. I was, and it was very clear, like I was there, there, but I was like a ghost because they couldn't hear me. They couldn't communicate with me. And mm. there was this um, older man and there was a, a man that was probably 35, 40, maybe that was his son. And he was yelling at his father saying, start walking, get up, walk. You need to, you know, come on, you need to do this. And he's like yelling at him. And he's like, I can't, I can't, I'm hurting. I can't. And he's getting really, really mad at him and yelling at him. And I like, like went over there and I'm like, stop yelling at your, you know, at this man. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it was the son. And I'm, I'm getting really upset. And it's almost like he could sort of like hear me, but not hear me you know, mm-hmm. like a whisper or something because he responded to what I said without responding to me. Mm-hmm. So he sits down immediately next to him and he puts his arm around the man and says, dad, I love you. It's just that I'm thinking about, you know, your best wealth there. He goes, you have to start trying to walk because you're, the doctor said you're okay and you can walk now. You can't be scared. It's going to be okay. And he goes, come on, let me just help you. And he put his arm around him and helped him up and he started walking with him. And I realized that at that point he couldn't hear me, but then I wondered, did I influence that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had a few things like that, but most of the time I see them, and, but it wasn't until recently that they started noticing me. It's interesting. And, like some of the things we've, you know, some of the places we've been going, like the woman that, you know, motioned for me to come over mm-hmm. and then that Egyptian guy that looked like some kind of Egyptian priest or something like that, where he just like, comes right up to me and like, <laughs> who are you? You know? <laughs> like, Whoa. Now, I will tell you something that is really weird that has happened to me maybe twice, okay? So I entered into this realm. I heard these people talking, and they were discussing things that I wasn't supposed to know, okay? Yeah, it was like a a panel of people. Okay. I've done this before where I I sort of like overheard a conversation I wasn't supposed to hear. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, so I overheard this conversation, right? And I was like, oh my God, you can do that. Oh my God. That's so interesting. Oh my God. I didn't realize, you know, and I was like, oh my God, I'm getting all this information. That's so incredible. And all of a sudden this woman stood up and she looked right at me and she goes, you're not supposed to be here. And she points at me and she went like this and then, you know, I was like almost thrown into this, it's like an empty space. And then I heard them talking. I could hear them, but I couldn't see them. And they said, wipe her memory. She can't know this. <gasps> and what? yes. And I swear at that moment, I was like, just keep on repeating it, Michelle. Just keep on repeating it. <laughs> you won't forget. Just keep yep. on repeating it. And then all of a sudden I couldn't even remember what I was supposed to repeat. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. That was crazy. And then it's happened a couple of times where I've overheard stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And and I knew I wasn't supposed to know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) One actually Mm -hmm. happened not too long ago. I actually called Ema and I was telling her, oh my God, it was so interesting. And she said, you know, it's like, 
I overheard something I wasn't supposed to hear. This happens to me every so often. It's sort of like show up and I'm mm-hmm. overhearing somebody's conversation like I'm in a mouse. And I said, but I knew better this time. I tried not to let them know I was there. <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. she's like, well, I can help you with that. You don't, so that doesn't happen. I'm like, why would I want to stop it? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to stop that. <laughs> I mean, if I can learn something that I'm not mm-hmm. supposed to learn, yeah, sure. yeah you're there. <laughs> and it's always a panel of people talking, like they're discussing somebody else or what to do with somebody else or how to overcome this thing, how to help somebody with something. Sometimes it's about me. Mm-hmm. Well, if this has happened to me, they have wiped my memory because. <laughs> I do not, I, I haven't had that, but now I want to, <laughs> I want to know the secrets. You're going to be like astro projecting tonight, looking for those words. Yeah, I'm going to be like, where's the room? Where's Michelle? Is she in here? Yeah. So, so now I'm going to ask you something that's really interesting and maybe you and I should try it sometime. Have you ever tried to astro project with someone else? No, I didn't know that was a possibility. Yeah. So I used to do it with my teacher. That's why it was really hard for me to understand because at the time I didn't have knowledge. Mm-hmm. I was doing this stuff and then like, oh no, he like, he like showed up in my room and then he took me somewhere because he's mm-hmm. magical that way. He can literally like, you know, teleport, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it was an astral projection that I didn't understand. I had to be in a, at, you know, in a certain place and then he would meet me there and, and then he would take me somewhere else. I've gone to different angels temples mm-hmm. you know, that he's taken me to. And I've also gone to some kind of library. Um, mm. and there's like places that he's taken me. And he's also, he's also taken me to a realm and taught me how to heal. I mean, there's been a lot of stuff like he's shown me and, and taught me in this space mm-hmm. over my lifetime. I've tried to find somebody who knew how to do this, that mm-hmm. could be there. And mm-hmm. I was, um, minorly successful with one person but not a hundred percent successful and then I tried it with somebody else and he got the overall feelings and idea of what was happening there but he didn't see anything so it Mm. nobody's been a hundred percent successful at meeting me there so I was just curious if you had ever done that no I've not tried I've not tried because I've never honestly before you I've never known anybody else who could do it could do it who could I mean, so, you know, people remember their dreams, but the the lucid dreaming, I don't think is as common for people. Mm-hmm. Then also beyond that, like to like figure out how to lucid dream and then figure out how to astral project, probably not, not as common. I'd be willing to try, you know, where do you want to meet? You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can talk about that. Also. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Yeah, we'll find like you know the, the the listeners we have will be like meeting us in this random place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all gonna like I want to join. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. I've actually had some really um, cool experiences where one time when I was in the astral plane with the teacher, the the original teacher I had. And he was teaching me healing and he was, he was showing me about all these different chords and, and how you move them around and stuff. It, it's, um, I can't remember what it's called, but I ended up learning, I think it's called quantum healing. And he was showing me that in the astral plane and he was, all right, now go and you need to work on the 13th chakra. And I was like, what? And I go, what, 
there's only seven chakras. And then this other girl that was there, there was like all these people that were there. <laughs> because I called them, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. So I need some help. I need some angels. I need some fairies. Yep. <laughs> so like they started showing up and there's this one that would show up and um, I heard her name was Star and she was a fairy. She flies back over real fast, you know, because she's real small and she flies over to him and she said, you need to be teaching her these things. <laughs> And he's like, we're working on it. And then she takes me and she like shows me where it's located because it's actually in the um, meridian field. It's above your crown chakra. It's in that area. And she told me exactly what to do in the whole nine yards. Well, you know, in the process of this, I hear this guy say, do you mind if I watch? And I go, who are you? I didn't call you. And he goes, oh, I'm Luke. And I said, okay, I are you from a certain planet? Are you an alien? Like, who are you? You know? And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, no, I'm human. And I go, you're human? Are you alive? <laughs> he, said, yeah. Yeah. he said, yes. He goes, I just saw that y'all were doing something. I thought I'd come and watch. And I was like, whoa. That was the only time that's ever happened. So that was the only, like. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah it was interesting. It's been a very fun, exciting, kind of fun thing to do. I love doing it. So, so just to kind of like explain the steps, the way that we do it is, mm-hmm. and you can jump in here mm-hmm. wherever you want. All right. <laughs> we get ourselves very relaxed. Mm-hmm. Try to um, I wouldn't suggest trying to astral project if you don't know how to meditate and clear your mind. Okay. Cause that's really the first step is really learning how to be still and mindless as long as you can. Okay. So the longer you can do that, then you're just really focusing on your breathing. And then once you feel like you're just sitting there in this nothingness, then at that time you start basically kind of looking through your eyes and there's nothing there just staring like you're staring in the dark at a blank screen at a movie theater nothing's there and eventually something just kind of shows up and it shows up and then it goes away it kind of comes and goes and eventually a little color shows up and then you start I personally just start looking for color I I go okay there's yellow can I see green oh yeah there's green Okay, grass is green. Maybe I can see grass. Oh, okay. There's red. Oh, there's a rose. And then all of a sudden, it's like this very clear picture shows up in what I would look at as a vortex. And then it just sort of like starts opening up almost like it's expanding until it takes up the whole screen. And then I'm completely there. And yours is the pretty much the same, right? That's pretty much I- the same thing. Yeah. And like kind of that relaxation eyes closed seeing through your eyes seeing shapes it turns into a scene and then eventually you're in it one thing i'll add that can be helpful to do like during the day when you're awake is to ask yourself if you're dreaming and so when i was like first learning about lucid dreaming um and i even got my husband to be able to have a lucid dream and he's not much of a a dream memory guy but i this is going to sound crazy but I put little post-it notes all around the house in different um, spots. Like if you'd open like the, the door to the washer and dryer area, be a little post-it note. Are you dreaming? I had a, a, a post-it note in the medicine cabinet. Are you dreaming? Like these little notes, like to check, are you dreaming right now? And to think about how do you know? 
And it reminded me of what you had said earlier about like what side of the bed something's on, right? To, ch to make these checks. And so if you get used to during the day thinking about, am I dreaming? Am I not dreaming? It can put you kind of in the right mindset for a lucid dream that night or kind of keep you aware of, of being in that dream. And he said it worked for him. He said he was able to experience, like be awake for a dream. And like, he's like, yeah, I remember I was able to touch stuff and like, it was really cool. And maybe that's also, I mean, before we go talk about what, you know, lucid dreaming is fun, but I also think it's beneficial, like mm -hmm. for creativity, not just for enjoyment. I found benefits from like just getting ideas for stories, say, from lucid dreaming. I don't know if lucid dreaming has helped you with anything. Oh, yeah. So there's this program called Quantum Jumping. Are you familiar with that? Mm -mm. He did this whole thing on quantum jumping. And basically, it's teaching you how to jump into another reality. But this is um, an altered reality of a different version of you. And then what you do is you go in there and you pick up the information. That's useful. I've actually done that. That's sort of like for, I mean, maybe not exactly the same technique, but I used it as a, as this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking to find this information. My sister did it. She was trying to learn how to tattoo. Uh-huh. And so I taught her about the quantum jumping technique, about going into a different reality of a version of you that already knows how to tattoo. Mm -hmm. So she did that and she couldn't figure out how to, to get the rubber. There, I don't know much about tattooing, so, but there's some kind of rubber band that has to go around it that you ha has to be done a certain way. And if she couldn't get it to work and she couldn't figure it out, she was just mm -hmm. frustrated. She had watched all these YouTube channels and nothing was matching up. Mm -hmm. I came over one day and she had these little, you know, fake skins doing her tattooing. And I'm like, Oh my God, you've gotten so good. I go, how did you learn? You've been watching those YouTube channels. And she said, no, I quantum jumped. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> no, I know. Isn't that great? Yeah. So again, like, yeah. So there's a, a whole nother benefit. You can get information mm -hmm. from, from these. Why not? From these Why not? Why not? Why not? Yeah. Get, get information that you want to know. I've done that before where I went and actually talked to a different version of myself and asked her. Now, see, this is how it's really could get beneficial here. I went to another version of myself who was, you know, already a public speaker. You know, she was already successful. She had already kind of done all the things that I wanted to do. And this is at the very beginning of my career. Okay. And I was watching her while she was on stage. And then after she came off the stage, she greeted me. And she said, I've been waiting for you. And I said, really? And she goes, yeah. And I said, okay, so I have a lot of questions. So I asked her and we talked about the things that had happened in our life and everything was pretty much the same, almost everything. And she said, the difference was, is this one particular event that happened in your life. There was a time when you were in uh, junior high and you were in PE they used to make you run. You didn't have all, you don't get an option of having PE as a, as a option like you do now. Yep. <laughs> it was sort of like you had to do it, you know, mm -hmm. every day it was a class you had to go to. So you had to get outside when you had to run this whole football field. And I had been told by my mother, you know, that I had asthma. Mm -hmm. So 
anytime I'd start to run, I'd start having a panic attack. And I would think that I'm having an asthma attack. Right. I was like, I was panicking because I thought I was going to have an asthma attack. Mm -hmm. And I would, (gasps) you know, over and the whole thing. So there was this time where I was running and I forgot that I had asthma, which I don't have asthma. Just Mm -hmm. forgot that I thought that I had asthma. Mm -hmm. And I was running and all of a sudden I was like way ahead of everybody. And the coach looks at the assistant coach and goes, do you see that? Do you see her? Do you see her? And I could hear her and I look over her and I hear it to hear what she's saying. And then I look back and I see everybody else way behind me. And all of a sudden (gasps) bending over, I got, I became aware of what happened. And then from that point on, I was scared to death and I started getting notes. So I didn't have to run. Oh, so two things um, happened as she said in that event, instead of getting scared and having a panic attack, what I did was I realized that the doctors were wrong. I didn't have asthma and that I was capable of accomplishing things even outside of what I thought I couldn't do. Mm -hmm. She said, and it set me up for a space inside of me that I can be or do anything no matter what. So I took that back with me and I started thinking about it. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do a time travel thing. So I decided to go back in time and do a meditation, sort of like the lucid dreaming, but Mm -hmm. I went back in time and I corrected that. And I saw myself running and said, I don't have asthma. Mm -hmm. And I told myself that, and I'm going to tell you something. I used to be this person that couldn't even get on a treadmill because I would literally subconsciously start having a panic attack. Even we're talking like six or seven years ago. Mm. And I did this the next time I got on a treadmill, all of a sudden I looked at how long I'd been on there and I went, oh my God, this even fixed that. That is awesome. Isn't that a trip? Yeah, that is awesome. So there's so the lucid dreaming can heal. There's a lot of things you can do. Lucid dreaming, astral projection, quantum jumping. It's all part of the same sort mm-hmm. of deal. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting. Awesome Anything like that that you've used to learn something from? Well, I have like for me, I've used it for creativity. Like I've gotten a lot of inspiration from lucid dreaming. And I mean, honest, I find it just very enjoyable and, you know, astral projection too. I really, now that it's not so frightening, like the first time I did it, I was afraid of being separated from myself, but now it's just like, I love it. Like when it, when I can do it, it's like, oh, this is so much fun. It is fun. Um, Feels, it feels really good to be able to do it. I know, I know. So hopefully you guys have gotten something out of this and you learned a little bit about our technique and what we do as far as astral projecting and lucid dreaming. So try this technique and see if it works. Write any kind of comments in that you have if you're enjoying it, anything that you'd like us to talk about. And we will see you on our next episode. Hi, this is Michelle, and I want to take this opportunity to thank you for engaging in this podcast and taking this journey with us where we are raising your consciousness. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram and on Facebook so that you can actually engage with us, ask us questions, offer some suggestions or anything that you would be willing to, you know, throw out there for us. We want to engage with our public. We look forward to hearing back from you and starting this journey. See you next time.